Welcome to Freeform Radio on the Freeform Network. You can follow us on X at FFR Podcast. And remember to send your questions and suggestions to FFNQuestions at gmail.com. Let us know what's going on with you guys or any uh, questions, suggestions, or what do you guys think of us at that email. We we love reading them when we get them. <laughs> and it's Freeform Radio. We got Danny. Yes, sir. I don't know if I'm getting sick, but yeah, man, feeling a little off, but we're going to rock through this podcast. Oh, man. Well, something's definitely going around. I'm, 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 I'm on the back end of mine, so I'm a lot better. I was a little tired after I broke my fever, but other than that, I'm a lot better than I was even three days ago. Right. So, and it's all good, Andy. We want to thank you guys for listening. So, let's get into it, Danny. What's going on? I see you've been gaming. Uh, I feel like Red Dead, looks like you've been playing Red Dead, and it says the remaster, so I'm guessing it's the original one, because I don't know if it's a trilogy yet, or I, I think there's only two of them out, right? Yeah, I just beat uh, Red Dead Redemption Part 1, the the remake, or I, I guess it's called Remaster, I think it is, yeah. because all they did was up-res the graphics and 60 frames per second. But uh, actually, it's already a, a trilogy, and where the first one, um, uh, this is the first Red Dead Redemption, and then there's a Red Dead Redemption 2 that came out after this. But before that, there was a Red Dead Revolver, and that was the original game that started this this timeline. Um, Red Dead Revolver? Revolver, yeah. It was a PlayStation 2 game, I want to say. And it was the, the first one that started this like story arc with these characters. Um, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't really look much like this at all um it was also 3d polygons and and whatnot but it was a lot more scripted and there were like little story areas where you would go around shooting people but it wasn't an open world game kind of like gta western uh, the way red dead redemption is but yeah red dead redemption came out a while ago for playstation 3 um i beat it then when it came out and it um was kind of stuck there on playstation 3 and it wasn't available for playstation 4 so they just recently uh re-released it uh with just upright graphics and i believe they're calling it um remastered or something like that where it's not a complete from the ground up remake but it's uh, upright graphics and yeah man i i really liked the game when i played it in playstation 3 so i decided i want to play it again got it uh, during black friday and beat it man and it's still as good as i remember it still good graphics still good gameplay and so really enjoyed it so it's is this a digital one or you bought a physical copy no i'm a i'm a physical kind of guy i i like buying physical copies when they're available uh, obviously, not all games are available um, as a hard copy anymore. Uh, even some big, like, third-party games that you would think, like, you know, those big Call of Duties and, right. you know, Uncharted's and whatnot, it, some of them are starting not to release with a hard copy. I forget what was uh, one of the first ones last year. That came out where people were kind of in an uproar. They were just like, oh, shit, no physical copy. It's digital only. And I think it's going to start becoming more of a trend where they're going to cut out the the big box stores and just have a digital copy only. But, yeah, this this one was a, a physical. Well, the reason I bring it up, because I know, like, originally, um, we, we always talk about hard media versus digital I was re- real quick, like, um, I was reading the Xbox 360, like, the online services is still up, and part of that was, like, they had all these digital games when you subscribed or something, or I don't know if you downloaded them, but they're saying all that's going to be stopped. Uh, they're going to shut all that down before the end, I think, the end of this year, if I remember. Re- I wrote it a while back, read it a while back, but people on the internet are... Uh, they're bitching that some of these games are not available on a physical disc. 
Um, and some people want to try to archive this and all that. And I guess they're getting kind of some pushback. So that's why I'm asking, like, once Sony shuts down, like, when they go to the next generation, do you still have access to all those stuff, all those games that are downloaded, even if, if, when it transfers into when they get a new uh, system out? Or is it per system? Um, I, I don't want to say backwards compatibility, but it sounds weird. If, if you download that, how long do you keep it as long as the Sony... Uh, network is open you're still going to have access to it no matter what system you're playing on yeah they they like to use the word ecosystem so like if you're in the playstation ecosystem um right now the the first digital store that was available was playstation 3 so for playstation 3 they would sell games on that um uh, piece of hardware when playstation 4 came out it was not backwards accessible so when you were when you're on playstation 4 you did not have access to your playstation 3 library now now that playstation 5 has come out that does have access to the playstation 4 library so anything that you got from playstation 4 uh that you purchased digitally in the store is still accessible on playstation 5 and I think the the long and short of it is is that the architecture of the way they developed the store for PlayStation Three was totally different. And Sony, being Sony, they wanted to do their own Betamax or their own you know Blu-ray, where it's like their own version, not what everybody else is doing, and they right. wanted to invent their own thing. And it it just didn't take off. So. It's kind of stuck behind that gate. So I still have my PlayStation 3 because of that. Just because I can't play the games that I did do buy. Those few that I bought. Uh, plus the few that I got for free. Yes. Uh, from my PlayStation Plus subscription. Where I get free games every month. I, I couldn't access them anymore. So I kept my PlayStation 3. Uh, and, and I still keep it there just in case I need it. I have it plugged into my TV. But I haven't turned it on in forever. But uh, I... They're saying now from PlayStation 4 to forever, as long as these companies are available, uh, that the ecosystem will be available uh, to some extent. Now, it's funny. I don't know if we mentioned it in this podcast, but uh, Sony just recently, and they're not the only ones. There's plenty of other companies that do this. But their licensing agreement with uh, a portion of uh, Discovery had expired and they were charging Sony uh, whatever or there was some kind of exclusion where Sony's just like we're not going to renew the license so anybody that had purchased any of this discovery content uh, a couple, uh yeah a couple of the more popular ones were like Mythbusters and a few mm-hmm. other discovery uh, episode stuff they lost it they lost access to it even though you might have had it on your hard drive downloaded or whatever since it pings the server, it was no longer accessible and it was Damn. gone forever. So it, it's kind of scary, this digital, you know, future. And I know we've talked about, you know, keeping a hard copy for, you know, because you never know when it's going to be gone well, forever. Yeah. It's a discussion we've had multiple times on the podcast. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, everybody knows my feelings and somewhat Noel's. I know you're like, it, it is what it is, but I mean, uh, People, I've always get, even though I think Xbox 360 is like almost 20 years old or just under, you know, the time we record this, to have that network still going, um, it's kind of amazing to me. But apparently, you know, Xbox 360 sold a ton of systems. Um, and I didn't know, like, I remember at the PS3 height, there was a lot of games that were being made for the PlayStation network and like they were only available and I forgot the name for that type of gaming. It was like quick hit. Like it wasn't like these massive games. It was just like fun, quirky games. And I always thought like, if you pay like 10 bucks for this, like how long are you going to play it for and how long you have access to it? And then, like, with the new, every time a new console comes out, I was always wonder, like, does that port over or is it even going to work? But you answered some of that. And, like, I see people buy, like, pallets and pallets of, like, Wii's and 360's to to sell and whatever for parts. 
and they always log into the dash or whatever they call it for the xbox and i'm always like damn i can't believe they can still log into this shit and then they open up like the games they've downloaded and all this and same thing for the wii they still have access for that and it's um they're they're logging in but i think wii's like kind of weird i forgot i saw some videos but they don't have access to stuff but they can still play certain things it was kind of strange um but yeah the wii for sure is or nintendo in general yes is a lot even worse where their ecosystems are specific to their game consoles so um 3ds is only available on the 3ds wii is only available on the wii uh, Wii U, so a lot of those are isolated to their particular uh, storefront. Right. So, so to those, you would have to keep those consoles forever. It's not like you would be able to buy the newest Switch. You know, this Switch Two that they're saying might come out this year, and you won't. Really already? Uh, yeah, I mean, what's been out for a long time? Is I mean, it ten we, years? Or uh, I don't know. We'd have to Google, the, but game consoles don't stay out ten years for the most part. I mean. You gotta really think. Yeah. You gotta think about when Nintendo came out and when Super Nintendo came out, and I'd be surprised if it was anything more than six years, and okay. that the new system came out. But yeah, they're saying that this year the Switch Two might come out, but it, they haven't really announced the storefront portion of it. But I'd be surprised if they kind of wall off the Switch One stuff. But that is typical Nintendo, where they each storefront is particular to their console, so. There's people that have bought Zelda on every game console over and over again. I mean, me included. <laughs> when the when the Wii came out, I bought the original Zelda because it was on there for like five bucks or whatever, and I bought it. And then when I got the Wii U, it was the same thing. I was just like, oh, man, I really want that Zelda game. So you bought it again. And it's just like, how many times have people bought these games over and over again because it's on a different storefront? When you, well, when you love, not love, but when you really like something, it's... Right. Uh, You'll buy it over and over like I've bought the Star Wars movies. Right, right. On VHS, on fucking DVD, Blu-ray, multiple versions, the original bootlegs, and just continue to buy it because, you know, you like it. You know, going back to when you played this Red Dead, like the remastered version or what do they call it, do you notice that much of a difference or you're just like, I just remember this is a good game and I want to see if I can beat it differently or different. And uh, open world, you just wanted to find different things, right? It, to me, I, I I couldn't really notice much. Not much jumped out to me, other than it was snappier because it's sixty frames per second, so uh, the image moves a lot quicker on the screen. Uh, but then I watched a couple YouTube videos comparing comparing the old uh, PlayStation Three to this version, and yeah, you could kind of see uh, some of the visual upgrades and stuff. So it is something noticeable for, for some of these. Um, and, you know, just the game in general, just because it was locked away on the PlayStation 3 and just the thought of turning on the PlayStation 3, having to deal with updating like 20 updates because I haven't turned it on in forever, <laughs> playing it on my PlayStation 3 controller, hoping that it's charged, the controller, and just dealing with all that, it, it made it where all right, it's worth paying twenty bucks, rebuying it on a more modern console, and being able to play it, hopefully forever, because I got the hard copy. And assuming that from PlayStation Four on, they're going to be backwards compatible, because at least that's the impression. Because the architecture is uh, looking like it's more common through all the platforms. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to play it whenever I feel like. But yeah, PlayStation, uh, oh, Red Dead Redemption uh, 1 remake, or uh, it, it was cool, man. I really enjoyed it, and cool. I'm, I'm glad I got to play it. Um, some other little quick things that I did, man. Uh, I watched uh, the Flash movie um, just recently, I think uh, within the last two months or so. But I don't think I ever mentioned it. Ha- have you watched that Flash no. new DC version? Yeah, we're talking about the the multiverse one or whatever. Right. I have it. I know it's on Max. It's on like, eh, do I want to watch it? And I haven't I haven't gotten around to watching it. Yeah, the 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 Flash. It was it was okay, man. It was okay. It kind of did 
the multiverse thing, kind of like uh, Spider-Man, uh, the last right. Spider-Man, something similar to that. And I gotta say, it was it was okay. It was okay. It showed a uh, the Batman and kind of you know went into back. And I, I don't think it's much spoilers. I think it's in the the trailers. But yeah, the the old Michael Keaton Batman shows up and. You know, there's a couple of other little like cameos and and stuff from other universes. So to me, I thought it was pretty entertaining. Uh, some of the CG was a little like, oh man, we couldn't up the budget a little bit on this. But uh, did it feel chopped up? Because you know they reshot a lot of stuff, and like I heard there was multiple endings. Like from your point of view, did you feel like? They just threw it up, and then like this is the best it's gonna get. Like, did you the did you feel that from the movie? Because sometimes you get that from movies that have a lot of problems when they were being filmed. It it does kind of feel a little bit off. Um, I I I really went in without really much expectations, and I was I was satisfied. But you do kind of feel like there's something off with the movie. And yeah, I, I don't know what all the details were, but I know that actor was having a ton of issues. He got caught like with a DUI and he was having all sorts of like personal issues. So, um, yeah, you could kind of feel it in the movie where it's a little off. Um, but yeah, other, other than that, I don't think it's like the one of the better superhero movies, but it's definitely serviceable. And I think with the whole multiverse and seeing some of the older uh, characters come back and kind of do a little cameo was very cool because uh, Batman Keaton wasn't the only cameo. There was a few others that I don't think were shown on the trailer that when you watch it, you're just like, oh, sweet, you know, this this character's there. And not only uh, from old characters uh, in the DC Universe, but also potential characters in the DC Universe that never came to be. Uh, so very interesting in that aspect. I, I don't want to give any away in case uh, any diehards are out there uh, listening about the Flash movie, but some really cool what could have been uh, of superhero movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s that never never came to be that do a little cameo here in the Flash. Well, like with all the issues with Warner Brothers being merged or bought up by Discovery and all this stuff and the DC movies struggling since uh, the Justice League, there is just like no love for the DC universe, especially between this movie, the last couple movies, there has been little to no hype. This one in the, you know, recently we had Aquaman release a couple months, I think around Christmas time. I really don't remember, but I feel like it didn't do really good. And then now the only movie that has some type of hype is a Joker movie. And um, I don't think they really consider that into that canon into this universe or this uh, DC universe that they were creating or trying to create. Um, and to be honest with you, I saw the first Joker and I wasn't, it's kind of sad um, and like dark, but it wasn't that great. I know some people loved it. It wasn't that great to me. It was just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of too real. And then now they're making a sequel with Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix. I, I don't know if I'm going to be like uh, standing in line to watch this. I don't know if you've seen any pictures or any, you know, anything about it, but that's like the next movie where. I think it, it might be that that's uh, they're hoping to make some some money. No, I I really dug the first Joker. I thought it was really well made. It really humanized the character yeah. and made him really realistic uh, to modern times. And I really dug it. So I think Joker one was really well done. And um, I don't know. Sometimes those things are lightning in the bottle. I don't know what Joker's two is in store, but. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it tunes Quinn, up. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah, the guy is supposed to play. Yeah, hopefully it it uh, lives up to at least the first part. Sometimes these part twos, I think, are a little too forced and uh, it just doesn't live up to what the first one was. But we'll, we'll have to see. Because you have uh, high standards, Danny. I that I do, my friend. <laughs> that I do. Uh, <laughs> Fuck the flesh, man. Multiverse, <laughs> motherfucker. 
I still haven't even seen the Spider-Man multiverse one. I want to see it. I just don't have that, fucking that time. That one's really good. Yeah, yeah, that one's really good. Yeah, for sure. That one that one is a definite uh, must-watch. Good. Uh, I, I've been wanting to check it out. I just haven't had time. Else that's a must watch, man. I watched the Roger Rabbit movie, man. Uh, it had it had been a while since I've seen that one. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it uh, recently or if you even saw it at all. It, uh, last winter, somewhat. Uh, oh, really? They put it up on YouTube, and I remember I started watching it with my wife and um, and my son. He was like, uh, he was just barely over a year old, and I I, I forgot how many. Uh, characters from Warner Brothers and Disney are in it, and the story's not too bad. I mean, overall, it's an enjoyable movie. I think it still holds up. I mean, so it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely a a, a good movie with a bunch of different cameos from a bunch of uh, different um, cartoon uh, companies studios. and uh, studios. And I think it's uh. It, it's a really mature movie for uh, a kid. It's really a, like a cross hybrid of a kid's movie and an adult movie because there's yes. a lot of adult themes in there. Yes. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's not the only one. So I don't want to make it look like they were revolutionary in any way because I've been rewatching a lot of cartoons and sometimes there's a couple of like sexual windows in other cartoons. And I'm just like, Wow, man, was I like oblivious to this stuff when I was a kid and I just never noticed it? But because you didn't, you weren't looking for your, you had a different mindset. Now you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think for sure. But and you're a parent. Yeah. So now you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> but man, really good movie. Uh, it had been a while since I watched it and I was just flipping back and forth. I, I can't remember what um, streaming service I was using. Probably. Uh, uh, Max or something, and yeah, man, really cool movie. Uh, Flash, uh, you know, Flash from the past, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad I watched it. Alana and me watched it together, and it was just really cool. Uh, Junior walked by and saw a little bit of it, but I don't think he really has the uh, affinity for a lot of those um, Bugs Bunny and stuff like that. He, so, yeah, I don't think me- he really enjoys them. Real quick, does Junior was did he watch cartoons? That he does he like like Disney, like Mickey Mouse or Toy Story or uh, Warner Brothers with like Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny? That's not like his thing, right? He's always just been a gamer. Well, the 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 Looney Tunes portion for sure he wasn't really into, uh, but Disney he would he always did like, the like those. Stuff. Yeah, he he would like you know Peter Pan, uh, Toy Story, uh, Dinosaur, and you know basically all those. Uh, Disney movies he really enjoyed uh, uh, even the Pixar stuff and um, what's that other one with Shrek and all those he really enjoyed those yeah the but, yeah. but uh, yeah he didn't he never really uh, gravitated to the Looney Tunes he liked Sesame Street and those kind of things as well but yeah Looney Tunes for whatever reason that was like his little like eh it's okay I don't have to hear that pig just go. I That's all, folks. He's just like, nah, it's not not for me. <laughs> what What about your son? He likes Looney Tunes. He likes. Uh, I'm trying to introduce him to other cartoons, but he just likes Curious George, um, and uh, that's about it. He he's into Blazing the Monster Machines. It's like a Nickelodeon show about a bunch of monster trucks. And I reintroduced him to me. He watched him when he was younger, and now that he understands more, he watches. If I put it on, uh, he'll watch it. Now they're like fucking robots, and they're going into space. And the initial show was like a bunch of trucks doing a bunch of stunts and showing kids about numbers. And now they're like transformers. They're in space. They're in water. There's more robot. There's more trucks. It's like holy shit. The thing is morphed into Which this. Show Blazing the monster machines. Oh, okay. And it's like this guy that drives this kid that drives a monster truck, and now it's it's like my nieces with Paw Patrol. When she would come over, we'd put it on, and it was just like puppies helping people. And now they're they've been knights, they've been in space, they've been mermaids, they've been uh, 
superheroes. They've been transformers. Like they're just putting something. I look at it like, let's make them this so we can sell more toys. <laughs> they got movies. They got another movie coming out, and um, they've been into the jungle. They've been into the Arctic. They've been everywhere around this world. They've been to Europe and to castles and like they, these are just puppies and they like to eat crap, you know, like food and stuff. It's just it's amazing how much stuff they could sell. For sure, for sure. But Andy, I think that's enough for me, man. I don't, I don't want to hog up this whole episode, even though I'm sure the people would like it. Let's jump <laughs> over to you, man. Let's let's talk a little WWE, man. I, I know that you want to talk about that big story, but I was even curious. I, I, I don't want to sidetrack you, but we, we never even talked about the Jericho thing. He kind of had something similar, but fill us in on the McMahon thing going on right now. Real quick, what was the Jericho oh, that he that he, he was, was he was hitting on a girl or supposedly or right like he, and right that, she said it was weird. He was like a creepy old man or something. Right, you know. To yeah, me, it's kind of kind of shadows what mcmahon maybe he learned it off mcmahon i don't know well think about it at our age i'm i'm 46 now since i've been alive since i've been watching wrestling in the beginning i don't know the announcer vince mcmahon was actually the owner and ran everything until i became a, a right. young adult and For then sure. you, you found out what happened with him and as of today there is no the mcmahon family with shane linda and um stephanie Nobody's at that company that's the McMahon no more, which is stunning, right? Ever since he merged or sold to UFC and became TKO Holdings or whatever. Because before uh, last year, there was allegations that there was improprietaries Vince had with women at his job. And he settled a lot of those and non-disclosure agreements. And he was using company money to pay them off. So now another woman who signed the deal alleged that there was sex trafficking and rape and all this stuff. And um, he resigned Friday night. Um, but he's he's disputing what was going on. Not that he didn't have a relationship, but it's like she's um, she's distorting things. And I think that's what's going to happen because part of the the court papers that came out, they have screenshots of text messages where Vince comes out not looking good. I don't want to get into detail. You can search them on the internet, but <clears throat> it makes him like a perverted old man, you know, the, he just like, and, but you have to feel like she was just like, all the thing portrays her as like this victim, which she kind of is, but also, when you read the beginning of it, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard hard to believe. I can't believe Vince at his age is doing this kind of stuff. Like, why don't he just get, like... I never understood when people of power, like men of power, get in trouble for having relationships with women that they where they work. It always leads to trouble. Like, why can't they just get, like, escorts and stuff? I just never understood that. Um... To me, it's it, it to that. I I don't know if you just saw, but in the wrestling theme, uh, Nick Hogan got arrested again for a DUI. Mm -hmm. And the first thought that crossed my head, I'm just like, with with the money this guy has from his dad, and he's like some kind of DJ. He's got something going on. You would think these guys would Uber, or, yeah. or you know, somewhere like, all right, we're gonna go party tonight. We're gonna have fun. I want to have fun. This girl I'm with wants to have fun. These friends that I'm with want to have fun. Let's take an Uber to this place, get blasted, and then take an Uber back. I don't. I don't understand, man. Yeah, and like what his family, his his dad specifically, had to do to get him the lawyers and the settlements and all this stuff to to get him out of that jam. Yes, he went to jail or prison but it wasn't like the average person i think would have gotten screwed but because this country we got money man you get options <laughs> i mean he had better options than the average person hence that's why going back to this with vince and this woman it's just like it's messed up dude and then like people are calling him a groomer and all this um it's yeah, kind of that rough, was dude. yeah it's kind of messed up 
I thought it was weird that they were labeling it as sex trafficking. I'm like, whoa, man, this this is kind of taking another tone. It's not so, just that he was doing things that weren't up to par, but that he's actually uh, making arrangements for other people. And that's to me was just like, whoa, this is going into another level. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, if you read the the court thing, I don't know if you read anything, if you heard anything. He does, and through in the beginning, he talks about how he wants to, <laughs> that creepy <laughs> rich people vibe. Like, I want to see you uh, have relations with another man. Like, I want to see it. Like, I want to watch. And then, um, and he's, he, there's text messages where she put, she shoots that, she shows, like, I want to see you have sex with my friend he's a friend and this and that and uh she and by a friend another wrestler or no it was like this one was like uh which was kind of weird like one of them was uh it was like a doctor friend or something and that's the one where uh allegedly she was like hesitant but she finally agreed to it just to get she was afraid she was going to lose her job. And, you know, that's what she's she's saying that what happened. And she went to this guy's house, to Vince's house. And then the guy was there just waiting. And then all the stuff happens. And then it just continues from there. And it morphed into, like, there's text messages where he talks about, like, I want to see you have like sex with like twelve different guys, and like, I want to be there telling them what. To At the do. same time, oh yeah, dude, it it gets like super fucking weird, like mall yeah. rat style, like uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just like, holy shit, like dude, you get like you can't just have normal fucking sex, dude, like holy shit. And then he talked to him about she doesn't name that guy in the suit. This doctor from the first time this happened. And then she talks in the lawsuit. There's also Johnny Laurinaitis or Johnny Ace, People Power. So Vince was like, I want to have a threesome with this guy. And Johnny Ace had People Power. Let's do this. And and then there was somebody else in there. And then now the final one was Brock Lesnar, allegedly. Um, because they don't name him in the lawsuit, but they say... A former UFC world champion, but they do name Johnny Lawrence Nidus in the the lawsuit, and she's only suing. I think Vince, right? I, I think that's who she's suing. Now, Andy, and, uh, y- yesterday was the Royal Rumble. There was rumors that he wasn't going to be there. Did he show up, or did you even? I don't hear about think it? he showed up. I didn't watch it. Uh, I just know Cody won, but. I saw Hogan had this weird tweet that he had one more rumble in him. I don't know if he popped up. Jesus. I don't know what, what's going on. I didn't really watch it last night. Yeah, no, Doink the Clown showed up running in or anything. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't yeah. watch it, man. Andy, man, I, I, I've heard from the listeners, man. One more pay-per-view or special event that you don't watch, we might have to revoke your uh, wrestling expert license that you have with us, man. Well, that's what I'm talking about, man. No, you got to get back on no it. No McMahon in WWE. I've been uh, talking to a gentleman at work about wrestling, and I was breaking his heart about his uh, favorite wrestler of all time, Shawn Michaels, and he couldn't believe me that he wants to hear who's saying this stuff. I'm like, I got they got that Bret Hart interview, man, about him and Vince's special relationship. So, Was that on Wrestling with Shadows, or that was something else, some shoot interview? <laughs> I don't know where he said it. I haven't found it. I just know I did shoot him. The one where Scott Hall says that Vince told him he's had multiple gay sex stuff or something. And Kevin Nash even talked about it a little bit. Um, you know, So Vince has had a rough, uh, not a rough, but he has a, a he doesn't. Definitely has an multiple allegations. Life, alternative yeah. lifestyles. <laughs> I I wonder if the the power gets to you. Like missionary just doesn't do it for you anymore, and you have well, to kind of saying. spice it up, and then you spice that up, and then you just take it to the next level. And before you know it, you're not even the one engaging in well, the dude, relations, and you're just the guy sitting there on the side, and it's just like weird. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It is. 
Which, if that's your cup of tea, whatever, man. But that's what I'm saying. He had his whole thing throughout was like he wants her to have relations with different guys at the same time and multiple times. And then he was using like uh, sex toys and then he was naming them after the wrestlers that he, he has under contract. And I'm just like, what is wrong? Like, dude, this is like not normal, you know? And like, I'm thinking like, I wonder if there's one of Hulk Hogan with like atomic leg drop. <laughs> and then there's one like with Shawn Michaels, but it's just a very, very bad situation, man. And, and, and I can't, I, I don't see him ever coming back. I mean, even if he clears his name, they're not going to want nothing to do with this. Cause somebody else is going to come out of the woodwork and it's just happened too many times. And it is just a, a, just a horrible situation all around. Um, right. I, think I when, wonder if he's going to, my thing is, I think he's just going to settle, dude. Like he's going to have to settle this. Right. I, I think when he was in charge of WWE, there could be a chance that, you know, he steps away for a minute and then he could come back. But now that uh, WWE is owned by somebody else, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think he's gone for life. And there's rumors about other people that were there a long time, just recently quit that maybe they were involved in this. There's a lot of stuff floating around, but I, I think it the uh, WWE has finally got their rid of the, the WWE we know now, which is not owned by McMahon. They did what other billion <laughs> hundred people, a lot of promoters and other wrestlers tried to do is get rid of McMahon. And he, he, uh, it's what it always comes down to when men fall. It's always about women, and and, and a woman's. It looks like it looks like he brought her. Uh, she brought him down, and now I'm thinking like he's gonna have to settle. Like there's no way he's gonna go to court for this. Like like and try to. What is he gonna show him? Like text messages where, even if she does, it's not. It's not gonna help him anything. In I, today's climate, so I, I, I wonder know. if I wonder if any other McMahons are going to come back because right now in WWE there's no McMahons running anything. Yeah, well, Stephanie's gone, Shane's gone, so there's no McMahon. Even Linda is gone, and I wonder how it affects Linda because she's like a Congress lady. Um, I was even reading something this morning that uh, the reason why Shane and McMahon had a kind of a fallout is because. Well, all this is like now alleged and, and now people are just writing up any kind of dirt. But supposedly Shane didn't want any part of all this debauchery. And he's just like, I just want to be a normal guy with my wife and kids. And so that that's why he kind of left the company. Yeah, I mean, in the in this uh, paperwork that came out with the filing the lawsuit, finally, it does say that the victim was told by Vince that him and Linda are separated and it's just a marriage on paper because, you know, it's a business decision that we made. So there wouldn't be no problems with money and all this other stuff. But what was funny is when he started having relations with her, she says that we have to keep this on the download because he hired her. And if people find out there's going to be problems for both of us. <laughs> so to me, I think they had an agreement with like he had to had some type. Don't be bringing, don't be uh, having relations with people, women you work with, because this is going to lead to a lot more problems. And I think that's what ha that's why he was even like the way she portrayed Vince on that end. Like this guy's like he's uh, he's a trusted advisor, so listen to him. Don't listen to these people. And I'm gonna get you a job with this guy and. He's he's safe. He's cool. He's gonna protect, help us. And I was just like, man, he's sneaking around. They must have something. He must have something with Linda or somebody. Like, don't be doing this at work. And I think he just a man so powerful like that. He couldn't help himself, you know. Yeah, yeah. To me, it. it I don't understand, man. It, so much money, you figure he'd be able to go anywhere, get anything, and not have to worry about. Dealing like, don't with deal it with work. any of this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens, man. But uh, it, it's a sad situation. It's a horrible way for Vince McMahon to end with WWE and what happened to that woman. If it's all true, it's it's messed up. 
Um, but that's the end of an era, dude. No McMahon's running WWE from here on out. The only person that's kind of left from all that is uh, Triple H. And there's even rumors that they want to throw him out because he probably knew about all this shit. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, let us know what you guys think at ffnquestions at gmail.com. And the top of that, the WWE, what's funny when this was released, just struck a deal with Netflix for $5 billion. And like the next day, this thing comes out. So to me, it's kind of strategic of what when this was released or the lawsuit was put in or whatever. Um, to me, that that was kind of weird to me. Yeah, for sure. So going forward, the other thing I want to talk about is last time we talked about the Miami shadow and aliens. So more people have come out and talked about it um, and stated uh, there is video. Uh, people are coming out. There's video. I saw this interview this guy did on a podcast, and he was talking about what he saw shook his he started crying and like, yes, we have video. Um, he's saying that they're aliens. He's like, you know, when you see movies and you see aliens, you're like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. But, you know, it's not real. Like, so you're not scared. But what he was what I saw. I know it's real and it was scary as hell. And then he started crying. And there's more and more people coming out stating uh, uh, the same thing that it's. Now they're saying, before it was like shadow people and all this goofy shit. Now more and more people are coming out saying it's aliens. So uh, I, the only one that kind of differed, someone said they're skinwalkers. I don't know how much you know about skinwalkers, Danny. It's like shapeshifter stuff. Okay, like lizard guys or are these are just shapeshifters? Humans? They're like kind of like shapeshift into animals and everything and they could mimic people and stuff like that. Um, but apparently there is footage out there that it's going to be released soon from a handful of people or, uh, I know for one, for, for a fact, one guy saying when the time is right, whatever the fuck that means. But, uh, he goes, they're, they're nervous to release it because they, they feel like they they might get, uh, attacked, uh, from certain people or the government or something like that allegedly you know and so but like i said the my the quick update it's more and more people are coming out saying that uh they're aliens and they're and they're saying they were tall dude like nine nine feet tall beans or something like that and um it's amazing that to me that people just move on to the next year kind of like our article that we're going to talk about but to me this miami thing the response I don't know if you saw any videos about it or anything, but the, the, the police response. And then they made a joke about it at the end. With like, uh, they released a TikTok video saying those kids with fireworks. And then there's like this CGI alien hugging the cop or something. Like, to me, that means like there's more than meets the eye on this because there's, there's some bullshit. They're not letting us know what really went down. And I know there's footage because everybody records everything now. So, and there's been little to no footage released. Yeah, that's to me. There's there's either little to no footage release because there is nothing there. So uh, the one or two videos that you've seen, it's because people have taken it back, gone into Photoshop, and uh, got that AI a GTA chat thing. Hey Amen. Make me a fake uh, YouTube video with an alien in the mall, and boom, there goes the video. They upload it, and that's yeah, what that's it is. amazing, right? Those AI pictures that are paintings or whatever the hell they're making now i've seen more and more stuff on that too so i but you can still kind of tell they're not real um but there's been two videos released and one of them is definitely fake the other one it was kind of like shadow figures but it looked kind of like better dump but people were wearing masks in florida that that's what kind of like ah this i think this is not accurate um, but yeah, man, like I said, in today's world with the deep fakes and everything, you can't tell no more. And it, uh, unfortunately I wish someone would get serious about this and get, uh, people to release the footage they have, uh, just to finally put it like, this is bullshit or this is what people saw. But no matter what gets released, I bet you the, 
the footage is not gonna be the best. It's gonna be pretty fucking shitty. Yeah, my guess is it's not gonna be anything great. And when you, when and if they do release anything else, it's just because somebody ran it through enough filters so it looks good enough where people are like, "Whoa, you see that? It's real." Where where is all this footage today? How come it didn't get released like two days after it happened? To me, I I don't think it's anything. That's that's what my gut tells me that this thing is. It, it's just some publicity thing from some guy that's trying to tout his new editing software. Come on, damn! It's just real, bro. I see motherfuckers crying, and man, and dude saying he never seen so many fat bitches run for their life ever at the mall. I I, I remember seeing a wrestler in some um, stands saying how, about how it's real. He started crying too. <laughs> And I don't think many people <laughs> believed him that it was real. Still real to me, damn it. But um, yeah, man, like I said, like it, it's just an interesting times, you know, and, and I, I, I believe this is true. And there's I think we'll know something before the end of the year, before this world ends, because this 2024 is it, it started off with a bang, dude. It's just all hell's going to break loose. With uh, the election and the economy and fucking wars. And now we got aliens and more release footage uh, from leaked footages from army bases. And so, and we're only, we're not even in February yet. So, with that being said, I'm talking about leaked footages. I'm gonna, that's gonna roll us into our article of the week. So I got to pick uh, this week's article, and it's more about uh, paranormal or uh, UFO disclosure. Uh, so about a couple weeks ago, they released uh, uh, a video called the Jellyfish UFO, or UAP, as they call it now, in, in, in the alphabet uh, agencies. Um I don't know if you got a chance to see it before I sent you the article. I don't know. I, I know you really don't follow this stuff then. Maybe Noel did. But did you ever get to see, like, the actual video of it initially? I I did actually hear about this. I don't know where. I don't know if we spoke about it in passing. But I tried to Google because I didn't know much about it. And I tried to Google Iran. Uh, oh, no, Iraq um, mm-hmm. UFO because that was the little bit that I kind of remembered. And nothing really popped up. And then when I saw the article that you sent, and I'm like, oh, this is the thing that I was trying to find. And, yeah, it's a little bit compelling. So uh, the article states, what now has been dubbed the Jellyfish UAP was allegedly recorded by the U.S. military over a U.S. joint operations base in Iraq in 2018. And it was released by investigative journalist Jeremy Corbell. Like, I know of him. He's pretty solid. Um According to Corbell, that was flying over a designated, uh, officially designated UAP by the Pentagon. It was taken with a thermographic forward-looking infrared radar. Um, and then the spokesman for the Department of Defense said that the statement, they do not comment on the authenticity of alleged DOD material that may have been leaked. So that, that to me, is, like, uh, interesting. Um and then they go, we take public interest, uh, the DOD takes public interest in unidentified anomalous phenomena seriously and is committed to the openness and accountability to the American people, which they do not have a good track record of, in my opinion. But uh, the object resembles a jellyfish, can be seen by video moving through a sensitive military installation before moving over water, where it began to what Corbell described as controlled descent before submerging so it went into the water and so if you look at the video uh to me when i first saw this i was like god damn what is this i've never seen anything i've seen a billion ufo videos i've never seen one that looks like this and people started filtering the pictures of the videos and the best one i saw it looks like um this little alien flying like this fucking skeleton thing, like the, the, the things dangling. And, uh, I don't know, dude, like the way though, the, the DOD responded, um, to me means to me, to me, there's something to this. 
And when you look at the video, it's an infrared thing. So you kind of see it like changing back to clear, like gray to clear, gray to clear. So it, and then uh, to me, that means that there's something there. And if they knew it was there, why didn't they shoot it down? That's another question um, I have. And if, if it's a sensitive base in Iraq, um, it, it just raises more red flags for me. Like, what, what was it looking for? Is it like a reconnaissance thing? Uh, it's trying to gather into intelligence. Uh, it, to me... I don't know what to make of it. To me, I think it's real. And then the response from the armed forces in Iraq at that time and now from the DOD saying it's like it's leaked. It's not like we never uh, released this. It, it just it has all these red flags. And nobody said it come and said like, oh, this is bullshit or it's a fucking bird carrying something. And then the way that you've never heard them say Oh, this thing went into space. This time it said it went underwater. So that's the first time I've heard of that. I mean, I've heard a couple other ones, but recently everything's like it just flies off. This one flew into the water. And um, I just find it interesting, like the, the response from the DOD. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Danny? Uh, what did you think when you saw it? Like, what is this thing? Yeah, you know, the first thing that popped in my head from watching the video is do you remember that which footage that man this is back like in mexico 2000 yeah where that yeah. thing just kind of hovers uh horizontal to the ground and it really doesn't move around too much that's what it reminded me of now mike i, I was i was kind of thinking i'm like all right it's hovering over overhead on this base did nobody else see this thing? Uh, I know it's on military base, so maybe people aren't going to be speaking as much. But you would think somebody somewhere would have said something. Uh, some other video would have came out. It, it just seems kind of odd. The, the video, to me, to be honest, seems a little too perfectly straight. Where if you were kind of hovering over something, I don't know if you would just go... 20 miles per hour into one direction and not kind of like pan around and look something caught your interest you're kind of looking around if you're an alien i'm saying and kind of look and be like oh what the hell is that and kind of slow down shift move change perspectives kind of twirl around a little bit and to me it just seemed a little too somebody just put a filter over this thing and just had it fly over some <laughs> some footage i like i don't know man it looks a little fake to me yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's let's say it's alien, right? Obviously, they weren't afraid to fly over, like how you said. And look at um. And and, and the second of all, if the U.S. knew what it was, I think they would have shot it down, and they didn't. So that's why they didn't shoot it down. And like, look okay. at the, look at the what happened last year with these uh, Chinese weather balloons or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Right. They did come out and say they were taking surveillance. They did admit it. And then they were like, we'll shoot it down. And they're like, well, we don't want to. <laughs> like, we're going to wait. And then they shoot it down over the ocean. And there was multiple ones in Canada, here in the U.S., and I think parts of Europe, if I remember correctly or something. And they did retrieve some of the, the, the debris in the ocean. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's just... They were spying on us. They were collecting data over sensitive installations or something. And I'm just thinking, like, well, you know why they're flying over there. Like, why didn't you do anything? Um, it's just, like, the nonchalant uh, attitude of the government, um, how they handle these things. And to me, I always think, like, is this how they handle everything? Like when uh, there's some uh, people over your airspace, like is this is gonna be their like their their fucking reaction, and that and that's why like with this, it kind of reaffirms that with with my thinking now, it's like I don't think they want to shoot things down anymore. <laughs> the last thing maybe they shut down was like Roswell or something, but um, uh, or uh, I was watching one about Brazil this ship crashed allegedly 
and they got alien bodies and one uh, was running around town and they're saying that they retrieved everything they gave it to the u.s government because they have a better way to deal with this and how to control everything so again with that being said like at this point i don't even know what the u.s is uh, the government's reaction and how to handle any of this stuff and i used to think they would just shoot shit down but it sounds like they don't shoot anything down anymore yeah, I don't know if they're just in a world of being extra cautious just to make sure you're not going to cause uh, some kind of uh, international in, uh, issue. So maybe they do kind of err on be careful, make sure we're not going to shoot over uh, something and cause some kind of problem with uh, another country. But yeah, I I don't know, man. It, it, things like this, I guess, could be real. You, you never know, but uh, honestly, I think people sometimes look for things because they want to make things more exciting than it just being like, yeah, Andy, all this doesn't exist. It's all boring. You go to work, you spend money, you get in debt, and you go to work again and start all over again. And that's <laughs> that's that's what life is, Andy. There is none of this special stuff. There is none of, of this other craziness. That's it. And people don't want to know. People don't want to hear that. People want to hear this extravagant stuff. They want to hear that the world is so much bigger and it's not just the one planet exists and everything else doesn't. People don't want to hear that. People want to hear this huge fantasy or maybe not fantasy, but this huge story of a bigger, a bigger world than just us here. That's why I keep saying like, like, I get your viewpoint. Like, people are like, uh, it's all bullshit. Like, what would it take for people to think, like, if aliens come and they exist? Like, what would it have to take? You literally have to have them, like, land, like, in the front of uh, the White House, come right. out, the president. And then people still, man, it's all fucking fake. There's still going to be people that say it's fake. And, like, maybe they're right. I don't fucking know. The, the, we've been lied to so much. That sometimes it's hard uh, to believe some of the shit that they tell you because we know the government lies and it's in their DNA to lie and they've been caught in their lies and they continue to still lie about it. So they lie about everything. <laughs> and that, so, like, you don't know what to believe. Like, our, um, so to this point, I used to think like uh, a while back. UFO disclosure was going to be this big thing. It was big under Obama that Obama was going to release detailed information about aliens and what the U.S. has done. And they never came around to doing it. And then uh, that was going to be like the first time that the president, uh, they thought about because they were going to release something about aliens. And the last time the government kind of considered that was under Reagan um, there was rumors that Reagan was going to disclose it because they had a lot of meetings about it, and that didn't happen. And then the last time they saw an opportunity, that was under Obama, and they didn't do that. So to me, it comes to, like, I don't think it's ever going to happen. And where the government goes, we have aliens, we have bodies, here's this and this, here's video of it. And, um, and there's still going to be a shit ton of people that don't believe it. Um, and it, it, I think the American psyche is 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 just doesn't trust it, dude. You know, and then even like with the uh, the current election that's we're into election season with the president. They're still they did a poll on CNN asking um, at the primary for Iowa about the the last election and i think cnn was stunned believe or something like uh 60 percent or 65 percent thought the last election was rigged <laughs> and not for the favor of trump so and they were kind of taken aback by that uh estimate and why is that because there's always bullshit spewing out of elected officials mouth and the government and people see shit and then they're like yeah it's not don't believe what you see believe what i tell you and i think people just had enough of it 
Yeah, I mean, not to switch the subject, but for whatever reason on my YouTube feeds or even like uh, Facebook and Twitter or X, I've been seeing a lot of videos about how the NFL is rigged. Now, I don't know if it's all sure, ramping up. for years, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know, but I'm saying I just barely been seeing it on my feed. And I don't know if it's because Super Bowl's ramping up. Yes. I, I know this has been a theory going on for years and years now. Uh, I happen to click on a few of them and watch it, and dude, it's kind of questionable, man. When yes. you see like you yes. see like these defensive linemen, and you got a clear path to tackle the guy, but you like turn the wrong way, yes. and I'm just like, yeah. why? Why is this going on? I'm like, it's kind of weird. So, it kind of makes you question it. The first I remember the big NFL is scripted was um, uh, the Saints uh, Rams game you remember that where they didn't get the call do you remember that like three four years ago i think right before the pandemic do you recall that game i'm, I'm sure if i watched it it might jog yeah where they the, come. the defender for the rams pushed like the fucking right receiver like before the ball came and they never called the flag and sean payton at the time like lost it and then that's when i first heard that they wanted the Rams to be in the Super Bowl because of a uh, new stadium, new this, and and they spent a lot of money to get the Rams back in L.A. and all this shit. And then from there, I started getting feed about, you know, like, look at this, look at this. Like, the fucking, look at the clock. The new thing is they show the clock runs down and they're losing, like, 10 seconds at a time. Like that's the new thing I've been seeing to to shorten the playtime, um, and then uh, the spreads, and then the tackling, and then the people have players have come out like saying Vegas wants this for them to make money and and like all this goofy shit. But that's when I was like, man, this is kind of insane. But I I've, I kind of believe like ah, I think it's just coincidence. But last year around the Super Bowl where they made that commercial about like the script writers for the next NFL season and they had All that right. big script reading I'm like nah dude this is now nah, they're fucking with people because they're like rubbing it in your face like yeah we're doing this like what are you going to do you know right where they're like blatantly in your face <laughs> yes and like and the NFL is pretty good about you know protecting their image and when they did that I was like, no fucking way, dude. So to me, there's something to it. And then the refs are, seem to be getting worse, you know? Right. And I, to me, I just think, I don't know. It's, it, it's, I think it's the mentality of society nowadays. You kind of don't believe anything. Um, I mean, when you see news broadcasts, places that you're supposed to trust, uh, CNN, you just said about this poll they took. Well, CNN, on various occasions, they've been caught lying where they're like, yeah, we're on the battlefield. And then they something comes out where, no, they weren't on the battlefield. They were just in, you know, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and they were just using some desert background to film that right. they were actually at a war field. And it's just like stuff like this happens. It kind of makes society question everything and not believe anything. So. I just think it's the mentality nowadays, and it's going to be tough to change people's minds. But, yeah, yeah I, I just think that that's just the society we live in nowadays. And unfortunately, like, it's, like uh, until it happens, like you said, until it lands right in front of the White House and everybody's just like, holy shit, it's here. No, nobody's going to believe. But <laughs> let us know what you guys think. Send in those uh, questions. Let us know. FFNQuestions at gmail.com. But, Andy, that's it for today, man. We'd like to thank you all for listening. Remember to follow Freeform Network on X at Freeform Network. I think that's the first time I've said this, calling it uh, X. I think I, yeah, I think I've been calling yeah. it Twitter this whole time. It's been but yeah. six months now since it's changed its name. <laughs> right. Follow us on X at Freeform Network. Visit our webpage at freeformnetwork.podbean.com. There you're going to see all of our past episodes. We're actually even working on maybe a few new ones. We'll have to see. Maybe. But yeah, follow us there. You'll see all the links to the different um, podcast sites. Hit that like and subscribe, whichever one you're using. We really appreciate it. And it does help our numbers, believe it or not. But for Freedom Reform Radio, we got Andy. 
It's all good. Andy, want to thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. And we have Daniel. I'm going to go take a vitamin C right now to hopefully keep this cold off. But uh, we'd like to thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Dad.